He should have left his mic in here. Let's give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserved. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Good morning. We want to welcome each and every one of you to our worship experience. I want you to do me this favor real quick as we prepare to engage in worship. Those that are watching us on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or in our live chat room on our church website, Welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you. So do me this favor. If you're watching on Facebook, share on your personal timeline. Tag those you want to invite to this post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and text the link of this worship service to your personal network. And if you're in our chat room on our church website, we want you to click the invite button in your chat window and share this experience with others. And also, wherever you're watching us, if you would, just put in your location where you are watching us, um, the city and state, because we want to give you a major, major shout out. Amen. So let's give God praise as uh, Minister Erica Minor. She's going to come and lead us in worship. And I want you all to do me this favor. She's getting ready to graduate from Hood Theological Seminary. So she come, if you could, show her some love. Give me a little bit more volume on my monitors and in the house for my mic. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, St. Paul. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his surpassing greatness. St. Paul, everything that breathes should praise the Lord this morning. We got a lot to praise God for today. We're praising God because he woke us up this morning. We're praising God because he brought us through this week and through this year. But we're praising God today for 122 years. 122 years. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and praise God this morning. And let's lift our voices to our risen Savior because he lives.
And for those of you who are with us virtually this morning, we welcome you. Um, and if you're online, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, uh, go ahead and post in your chats. Let us know where you're worshiping with us from. Share the link with friends. We are glad that you joined us. Zoom, we see you. Welcome to worship. Ephesians 2, verse 19 through 22 reads, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. The Word of God is blessed. Let us go to God in prayer this morning. Creator of life, your children are gathered in your house to encounter you anew. Our souls thirst for a life-affirming experience. We need your presence to flood this sanctuary in unexpected ways, God. Surprise us with the release of your glory to the end that people will be saved, that minds will be opened, and that faith will be increased, bodies will be healed, and families will be restored. And love, love will be the order of the day. Because you are omnipresent, there is no need for us to invite you into our worship because you are already here. You inhabit every moment of our lives, God. We ask that you stir us up for your glory and our good. In the magnificent name of Jesus the Christ, we all say, amen, amen.
right now where you are. Thank you, Jesus. If you know he's mighty, if you know he's great and mighty, has he done anything for you? Has he brought you through anything? Has he brought you through COVID? Has he brought you through cancer? Has he brought you through drug addiction? He's great and mighty. Tell somebody he's great and mighty. He's great and mighty. He's great and mighty. If you know we serve a mighty God, a mighty God deserves a mighty praise. Let me try that for the folks in the back. If you know we serve a mighty God, a mighty God deserves a mighty praise. One more time for the Holy Ghost. If you know we serve a mighty God, a mighty God deserves a mighty praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just take about, just take about five, take about five to ten seconds to just give our God the praise he deserves. He's mighty and he's sovereign. He's magnificent and he's majestic. He is splendid. He sits on our praise as if it's his very throne. Our God is great and greatly to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's celebrate our music ministry and let's give God praise for them. know about anybody else but I think that God deserves to be praised for 122 years of existence I think somebody else is going to get that on the way home God deserves to be praised for 122 years of existence we're celebrating our church's 122nd anniversary and as we engage in this wonderful celebration, of course, the Lord has allowed for our church to be on the vanguard of social justice, engaging in mighty mission, as well as being an agent of redemptive change in our community. And so I thank God that God has spared the St. Paul Baptist Church for 122 years. From PN, from Dr. PN Mayfield to Dr. James Worth to Dr. Paul Drummond and to Dr. Greg Moss, we thank God for their legendary leadership uh, and for all that they have deposited. And I solicit and continue to thank you for your prayers um, as we continue this journey. There are several things I want to share with you all as we move forward in our worship experience. 
as we engage in our worship experience, there are some notes that I want to share. And of course, we have a lot that is going on as far as our church is concerned. I'm going to ask that Sister Kelly Baptist will come first. She's going to talk about Women's Day. And then after that, I'm going to share my um, pastoral concerns. And then we're going to move to prayer and we'll continue to move the way the Lord will have for us to move. Good morning, St. Paul and online visitors and friends. Guess what? It's almost Ladies Weekend. All the ladies in the house and even look online, wherever you are, just wave your hands for a minute. We have so much to celebrate. We have so much to thank God for. Anybody know we got a lot to thank God for? As such, the women of worth are excited to invite every single woman to join us in celebrating the weekend of May 14th and 15th. Our theme this year is I Know Who I Am. And it's based on Ephesians 1.11, the message translation. As such, we've got a lot planned for you. And so I want to make you aware, especially of all of the ways that you can get involved in Women's Weekend 2022. We start off our celebration with missions. We serve first. Amen. The women of worth have partnered with a giving heart to bless women who have been forced to leave home due to violent circumstances. We all know that's still happening. COVID or no COVID, it's happening. And so we've partnered with a giving heart to create I Feel Pretty kits. Things to give women what they need. Sometimes you got to flee with just what's on your back and your kids in hand, right? So we want to give them things like toothpaste, dental floss, underwear, facial cleanser, socks, makeups, sanitary items, you know, those things that matter that we need. And so we have arranged for you to be able to donate any and or all of those items. We will have a bin out in the lobby, the narthex of the church on Mother's Day. So you've got some time to accumulate your items. We will also be collecting them at our picnic, y'all. We partying. <laughs> We are so pumped, could you tell, that we are getting together. COVID safe, we have arranged to have a women's weekend picnic. Woo-woo! It's going to be at the Lada Nature Preserve, 6211 Sample Road. That's right off of Beatty's Ford. And so it is going to be as COVID safe as you need. You can social distance as much or as little as you want to. There is some covering, but it's also outside so that everybody can feel comfortable coming together as community. We are, we are kind of pumped. You may have noticed over the last couple of years the Diner en Blanc that happens all over the world in cities like Baltimore, Washington, across the USA, even in London and Paris where people gather their spot, they, they reserve their spot, they bring their table and chairs and they decorate their place settings however they want to. They dress all in white. Everything is white except the food. The food can be whatever color you need it to be. So we want to do something like that, but make it St. Paul style. You know, we got to put a little spice on it. And so since our theme is I know who I am, we want you to pick the color that best represents you. It may be your favorite color. You may feel like you're calm, like the deep blue sea. You may be a red hot mama. That's your business, whatever it is. Grab your color, grab your blanket, your chairs, 
Bring your lunch. The food can be whatever you want. And we want to come together and celebrate as community. You do not have to be a member of the Women of Worth, although we certainly invite you to join us. We're still meeting by Zoom. We had an awesome mother's panel, and we're going to be circulating a link so that if you missed it, you'll be able to watch it. Whether you're a mother or not, it was a really great experience. We've had a lot of feedback. So on the 14th from 11.30 to 3.30, we're going to picnic. We're going to come together. We're going to community socialize and celebrate on the 14th, 11.30 to 3.30 at Plata. And then on the 15th, it is Women's Day 2022. Really? That's all you got? I'm bringing all this. That's all you got? For real? I mean, if you think about all that we have already survived and been through and all of the things that have happened over the last couple of years that we never actually thought we would ever see, much less survive, we have so much to thank God for. And we know that we have made it thus far, not just because of who we are, but because of who, is, who God is. And so we're going to come together on the 15th and we're going to celebrate God and celebrate the beautiful blessing of womanhood. We have Dr. Leslie Callahan, who is coming from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She's going to bless our socks off and we are going to celebrate together. We done partied on Saturday at the picnic. Now we're going to come and celebrate God on the 15th. And we invite every woman to wear white with pink accessories. So maybe your dress is pink and white. Maybe you got a white dress with some pink shoes. You know, everybody got some shade of pink in the wardrobe. Even the men's. So... Make sure to come out and celebrate with us on Women's Weekend, May 14th and 15th, and we will see you there. Are you playing this ladies' night? Are, are, you, are you playing this late? Scott. <laughs> you know what? I need to baptize all of y'all again. <laughs> so sisters you all have your marching orders amen 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 i'm not going to be that exuberant or ambulant as far as what i got to share um but there are several things that i need to put before you first of all our spring institute for umba is taking place this week we are the host church and our own Reverend Brenda Richardson is the new president of the Congress. Stand up, Reverend Richardson. So Spring Institute is going to be held starting tomorrow night. Uh, there will be preaching here at the church by Dr. Fred Wilson and awesome worship by the Umba Choir. Christian education begins virtually on Tuesday, continuing through Thursday. Closing worship service is going to be Friday night here at St. Paul with the guest preacher being our president, Dr. Leonzo Lynch. So you're welcome to join us for the worship and for study. We will not have Bible study this week because of the Institute. We'll resume Bible study the following week. Also this week, Kaya Charlotte will return to his normal time on Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Online discussion about the topic, spiritual but not religious. Do we really need organized religion? So this is going to take place at 7 o'clock. Uh, you know, on Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, or our church website. And then also just want to remind you that St. Paul scholarships applications are open for graduating high school uh, disciples. Uh, you have the opportunity to receive funds from the Academic Resource Ministry, Men of Valor, and the Deacons Family Ministry. Those application packets are online 
on our church website. So the deadline is May the 29th. And uh, if you have any questions, contact our uh, person that is in charge of our armed ministry sister, Deacon and Training, Tanya Grimes. I just want to remind you that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And I can't stress this enough, that if you're not vaccinated, we want to encourage you. Please, ma'am, please, sir, get vaccinated. If you're, if you're not boosted, get boosted. And as soon as I can, I'm getting the second boost. And if a third boost come out, I'm going to get that too. All right? So please, ma'am, please, sir, we want to do all that we can to protect you. And so even though the county and the city, they're relaxing, wearing masks, if you come to St. Paul, during our worship experience or any experience that we have here, we're asking that you wear your mask, okay? Just please wear your mask. And, and I need you to tell your cousins them that whenever we have a funeral, I don't care what they're doing out there, but in here, as for me in my house, we will wear the mask. All right? As for me in the St. Paul Church, we will wear the mask. So I need you to tell your cousin them that uh, we, we wear masks. And, and if they have a problem with that, they can stay at home and watch it online. All right? All right. We cool? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I need you all to do me this favor. We're getting ready to go into prayer. And uh, I want um, uh, Minister Erica Miner to come and lead us in prayer. And we're having some significant losses here at the church. Um, yeah. And, and I have to admit, I'm still trying to catch my breath from the loss of Brother Ronnie Blackman. Um, and those uh, services are pending. We're in the process of trying to... Um, figure out when the family is going to have that. We want to lift up the family of Willie Joe Harrison, the brother-in-law of disciple Deacon Ira Alexander and Deacon in training Eloise Alexander. Those services will be today at the Shallow Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Charleston, South Carolina. The family of Brother Ben Cotton, uncle of disciple Patricia Campbell. The family of disciple Brother Ronnie Blackman, his services are pending. The family of Brother Marvin Long, those, uh, the brother of disciple Norma Jean Bowden, those services are today. And uh, we ask that you will keep that family in prayer. And then the family of Sister Betty Graham Kirkland, the mother of disciple Charlotte Kirkland, her services are pending as well. We also have uh, the family of, uh, we want to continue to lift up Brother Reginald Steele's family, and particularly his son, Sean Steele, and daughter, Jatanya Steele. Uh, those services were this past Friday, and we want to continue to lift up Brother Lafayette Steele, the family of Sister Sarah Davis, sister-in-law of disciples Brother Gary Davis and Brother Charles Davis, uh, the family of Alberta Henderson, the family of Connie Oliver, and, of course, uh, the family of, um, uh, let me see, the family of Brother Bryce McCain, who is the husband of disciple um, Gwendolyn McCain. We want to continue to lift all of those families up in prayer. Connie Oliver is the mother of Sister Felicia Rhodes. We continue to lift that family in our prayers. So we know that God can do anything but fail. And I'm going to ask that uh, Minister Erica Minor will come and take us to the throne of grace as we bring our prayer concerns to the Lord at this time. Let us go to God. God, we thank you 
for an opportunity to be with you one more time on today. Lord, we thank you for your presence in the sanctuary, and we thank you for still being God after all these years. Lord, we thank you for the St. Paul family. We have been blessed immensely over these 122 years to be more than just a physical congregation, but also virtual, Lord. We thank you for each and every person that is part of our family and those who have yet to join. Lord, we thank you for using us in this community and afar to do your work. Lord, we come to you today humbly asking for forgiveness of our sins. Lord, we know we, we stray from you often and we fall short of doing what is pleasing in your eyes. And Lord, we just say we are sorry and we want to do better. And Lord, we ask you humbly to forgive us of our sins. Lord, we thank you today for the preacher who will come forth. Lord, give him the confidence, calm his spirit, and help him as he brings the message that you have placed in his heart, Lord. We, we listen with open ears and open hearts that we may be changed and that those who are not saved may come today and surrender and accept your salvation. Lord, we, we heard a long list of names of those who are sick, those who are grieving, those who have left us and gone on. Lord, we ask that you come and comfort us. Lord, help us to be the brothers and sisters that those who are grieving need. Help us to be the people that they need as they are in hospital rooms holding the hands of their loved ones, not knowing what the future holds. But Lord, we know that the future is in your hands and we cling to you, Lord, because all power is in your hands and we want your will to be done in the hospital rooms and by the sick beds. Lord, we want your will to be done in everything that occurs in our lives. And Lord, we just ask that you help us to persevere, persevere and press on even in these hard times. Lord, we ask that you be with our brothers and sisters who are also abroad. There is so much battling and suffering going on in so many countries, Lord. We know that there is war-torn war lands in Ethiopia and Gaza and Israel and the Ukraine and and Lord, we just ask that you bring peace in the hearts of those who are causing conflict, that you bring love in the midst of people who just are not showing it right now, Lord. And for those of us who can't physically be there to do anything about it, those of us who are not in positions of power, those of us who are not in politics, Lord, remind us to pray and show love and compassion as much as we can so that they know we see them, so that they know we care. Lord, we ask that you just continue to move in our lives. Lord, we accept your will and we want you to move in any way that is necessary. We want to be obedient. We want you to order our footsteps so that we can do your works and do them even better than we have already done the past 121 years. Lord, we thank you for all that you are doing and all that you have done. Continue to use the St. Paul family continue to use our pastor to lead us. We thank you for our shepherd that we have, and we thank you for the previous shepherds who have led us thus far. Lord, we count it all done in your name. In your mighty, mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. If you believe that God is answering that prayer, can you give God praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's offering time. It's offering time. It's offering time. It's offering time. It is time to give. And before we get ready to give, I need you to do me a favor. For those of you, um, we're looking forward. We want to do some good. 
Um, and so we're asking for those of you who can, especially our adults, give at least one dollar for every year the Lord has allowed for this church to be in existence above your tithes and offerings. And so that'll be $122 that we would love to see all of our adults give in this particular service. We want to do some good. Let me just say, and I want to strike, Madam Chair Gwendolyn, I want to strike this preemptively, that um, in the coming weeks, I'm going to be asking you all for a special offering, and I'm going to have a video attached to it, but I'm going to put it on, out there in our church space for consideration. How many of you all have heard of the Charlotte Rescue Mission? Okay. All right. Charlotte Rescue Mission helps men and women who have uh, dealing with drug addiction and uh, other uh, types of addiction provide housing for them as they transition. They're in the process of building a $25 million um, center, um, residence center for men who are overcoming uh, drug and alcohol addiction. Um, St. Paul, I have put us on the hook for $50,000. And I want us to raise $50,000. I want us to raise $50,000 and I want us to give that to the Charlotte Rescue Mission. In the near future, we'll have a video and you'll see their CEO, Tony Marciano, who will uh, give that to you video-wise. But I want us to try to have that money raised by September. $50,000. I'm going to give 1000 so all we got to raise is 49000 I think I either put Pierre on the hook for a thousand too, so forty-eight thousand. Because you're looking at me like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we got to raise forty-eight thousand dollars. I want it done by September. Um, they're going to put our name on a plaque. Our church name will be memorialized, um, and I believe that our church is one given one of the largest gifts from a nonprofit to the entity. The reason why I'm saying this is because this is now home mission. This is home mission. And there are many of us who have had people who have been blessed by the Charlotte Rescue Mission. So we want to give to them. So I want to put that out there for your consideration. We'll be pushing that more intentionally in the weeks to come. All right, so y'all know how to give. For those that are giving online, you can go to ACS or Church Life. For those that want to mail your offering into the church, mail it to 1401 at um, Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28205, or call the church office at 704-334-5309 if you want to drop off your offering here at the church. You can also give digitally through Givelify, and if you don't have that app on your smart device, connect to your smart device, and in three clicks, you can give. If you have a physical offering in the house, physical offering in the house, uh, you can drop that offering in the basket that is on the road in front of you right after prayer. So do me this favor, if you would, take your offering. If you're able to put it in your right hand, lift it to the heaven. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you right now, and as we come, we thank you for 122 years of giving, of serving, of blessing. And we come and we give not grudgingly, nor out of necessity, but cheerfully. Why? Because you love the cheerful giver. Take our tithes and our special offering of $122, bless it in an extreme way, so that after it's all said and done, we will say, look at what God has done with what we have given. 
Bless those that are giving. Bless those that desire to give but may not have as much to give. And then, God, if you will, continue to touch the hearts and minds of people who say they don't have to give to show them they can't beat you giving no matter how hard they try. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So for those that have a physical offering, if you will, place it on a basket in front of you. Our account team will receive that offering. Amen. And uh, govern themselves accordingly. It is my joy and my privilege to introduce um, our preacher for this morning. And when I say really introduce and present, because guess what? Last year this time, last year this time, um, um, last year this time, he preached our church anniversary as well. And it was virtual. And so with that, I'm so glad that he was able to fit us into his schedule to do it in person. Amen. He is none other than um, a national and really international leader. Um, he's my classmate. We did our doctoral work together. Uh, he was the senior statesman of our class. Uh, he is the pastor of the Grace Baptist Church in Mount Vernon, New York. Amen where he has done a tremendous work. Let me just, if I could, just, just share with you. Dr. W. Franklin Richardson uh, is the senior pastor of the Grace Baptist Church. He is the chairman of the Conference of National Black Churches, where all the eight major denominations of African-American religious life sit under him as he provides leadership for them collectively. He is the chairman of Virginia Union University Board of Trustees, and he is the chair of the National Action Network that uh, uh, Al Sharpton gives leadership to. As far as Grace Baptist Church is concerned, uh, they are doing a tremendous, wonderful work in that city. And God has allowed for him to pastor that church over what? How many years? 47 years. Amen. Um, he's been about the work of social justice. Uh, ten years he's been serving as chair of uh, the Board of Trustees for his alma mater, and he has repositioned Virginia Union uh, to really be a strong, even stronger HBCU than they ever have been as far as his history is concerned. And, of course, he is an author. He has uh, a top-selling book entitled Witness to Grace. He has a uh, degree from... Yale Divinity School and a doctor of ministry as one of the original Wyatt T. Walker Fellows from United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio, and of course, just extensive recognition, dynamic, impactful leadership. As a matter of fact, he is the youngest person to have served the National Baptist Convention as its um, general secretary. And he was put in that position when he was 32 years old and provided sterling leadership. I will say this on the record. I wish that our convention had the sense to have elected him as president. Ain't no telling where we would be right now. But he's providing that leadership in other places, and God is pleased with his efforts. So, St. Paul, I'm glad to have someone of his magnitude and the stature to share with us in person. And um, uh, you're going to be blessed by the word that he's going to give. So after our choir blesses us with song, the next voice you will hear will be that of my classmate, my leader, and my mentor, the Reverend Dr. W. 
Franklin Richardson. Before they sing, uh, I am told that uh, Ben Roy Reed is in the house. And if you're here, would you please stand? I want to recognize you. Hey, sir, how are you doing? He's councilman, and thank you for sharing, showing up in our worship experience. We thank God for your presence. Let's give God praise for him. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you so very, very much. And, and if you stay, maybe after service, I'll let you have quick remarks um, as far as that's concerned. All right, let's go ahead and have worship. Oh 
searching for the words to say. Words to say. That you take my breath away.
Lord be praised. He is worthy of all our praise. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Praise God today. I want to wish you a happy 122nd anniversary. And I'm glad that I had the chance to show up on your 121st, but I'm glad to show up in person today on your 122nd. And that is all owing to your outstanding and beloved and gifted and intelligent and committed pastor, Robert Charles Scott, who is, who is a dear, dear friend. And as he said, we have our paths have crossed many times in life, and I've been better because I know him. And I am proud of what he has done here in North Carolina, in Charlotte, and even his ministry before arriving here. I knew him in the days of developing his theology and his commitment to social justice and shaping that along with Dr. Y.T. Walker. And so it is a privilege for me to have been asked by him to come and to share. I like him saying that I was his classmate because that puts me in speculation in a younger category. <laughs> I know he's trying to figure out that mathematics 47 years in Grace in New York and, and his classmate, that's pretty good. Either, either I was slow or he was very behind or something like that. <laughs> but we worked very well together in the doctor ministry program, and it was a joy to be a part of it with him. He was very young. He was the, he was the baby of the group. And uh, so it's just a privilege. I'm happy to see Sister Scott and daughter here today as well. I'm very happy to have Eric and Anita. You heard me make reference to her earlier. She is my executive assistant and she it's amazing how technology changes things she's my executive assistant and she lives in North Carolina and and she works from North Carolina technology just too, threw everything upside down so she um, if you call Grace in New York they will refer you to her extension and she can answer the phone in North Carolina from New York and if you show up in the lobby, she can see you in the lobby in, in New York from North Carolina. And so the world is all upside down, I'm tr trying, to, trying to figure it out. But I'm thankful for her loyalty. She's been with me more than 20 years. As a, yeah. And her husband, they both make a powerful team. And I'm blessed by their friendship and their presence here today. It's a surprise. But you know, when the person has your schedule, they can show up anywhere they want to show up. They know, she know where I'm going to be for. I know where I'm going to be. But I'm grateful for it. I bring you greetings from Grace Church in New York, where we've been there for over 137 years. And God has continued to bless the work there. And so it is a joy to be here, to celebrate with you. We are here to celebrate, isn't that right? Yeah, celebrate. I want you to join me in a word of prayer, if you would now. Gracious and loving God, thou who art our mother and our father, we thank you for ordering our steps into this sacred space. And having come to this moment, gracious God, we ask that you would open up our hearts, that we may receive that that you have available for us. Make of this broken vessel an instrument in your perfect hand that the gospel of Jesus Christ may be preached in this place. Holy One, we ask that right now you take and use us to your glory. 
both listeners and preacher, make of us, God, instruments for your purpose and for your glory. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. <clears throat> there is a tugging at my spirit this morning as it relates to 122 years of witnessing to the power of God, the early beginnings of this congregation, how it has flourished under several pastors, and how today it has dominated this section of Charlotte with care, commitment, and construction. And to say that it is there's reason for the church to celebrate. There's reason for St. Paul to celebrate. Having been here this long time, you have transformed so many lives. You are the legacy of those who now live in the silent city. You are those who, you are the continuance of those who first prayed in this sacred space. And not only that, you will become the legacy of this ministry because we are all passing through. This is an imperfect pilgrimage, but we know it is not permanent. We are tent dwellers. We pitch our tent here in the space of time for a few years, and then the then the caller calls us and summons us into eternal glory where the church triumphant shall reign. Yes, sir. And so it is reason to celebrate. Yes, there's reason to celebrate. Reason to celebrate because you woke up this morning. Yes, sir. If, you did, if, if you just woke up, if you have nothing else but you woke up, you have reason to praise God and to celebrate. But then, then if you pour on top of that, that you woke up, you, you also had use of your limbs. And you add to that sight. And your mind's still working. And add to that you had breakfast. And add to that you know who you are. You, you have reason to, to praise God. You have reason to celebrate. And then, then add to that that you're a part of a congregation who's been existing for more than 100 years. While civilizations, civilizations have crumbled, while corporations have gone, out of, have gone bankrupt, while institutions have gone into the ashes, St. Paul, 122 years, is still standing. Through wars and conflict, still standing. Yes, sir. Through a two-year engagement with the pandemic, still standing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just want you to know that it's appropriate this morning yes, sir. that we celebrate. Yes, sir. We ought to take every opportunity we can to celebrate. Yes, it, 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 not only is it, is it owing to God, God deserves our celebration, but also God as using the celebration to restore us. 
I don't know about you, but when I celebrate the goodness of God, I feel better about myself. Yes, sir. I feel more optimistic about the future. Hey, you'll hear what I say. I'm, I'm excited about tomorrow because I celebrate today. It propels me into a future that has power and promise. Yes, I have a reason to celebrate. Celebration is not, celebration is akin to the biblical text and the biblical history of the Hebrews. It is part of the, what they did when they acknowledged God's participation and function in their lives. And this morning I want you to listen with me to a, a major celebration moment in the life of the children of Israel led by King David. It is in the second book of Samuel, the sixth chapter, and the part of the, while the whole chapter is the ground for my sermon this day, I want to focus on a segment of the pericope that is chapter 6, 2 Samuel, chapter 6, verse 14, 20 to 22. I'm going to read 14 uh, through 22, uh, and there's much more to read, but I'm just wanting to use the biblical text to establish with you the context of what is going on. If I, if I were just to pull a strip of the text and leave out the context, you wouldn't you couldn't appreciate really the depth of what's going on in this celebration. And so in verse 14 it reads, David danced before the Lord with all his might. David was girded with a linen epoch. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal daughter of Saul, looked out of the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. They brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place and inside the tent that David had pitched for it, and David offered burnt offerings and offerings of well-being before the Lord. When David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the offerings of well-being, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts, and disturbed, distributed food among all the people, the whole multitude of Israel, both men and women, to eat a cake of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. Then all the people went back to their homes. And David returned to bless his house. Oh, but Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said how the king of Israel honored himself today, uncovering himself today before the eyes of his servants maids as a vulgar fellow might shamelessly uncover himself. David said to Michelle, it was before the Lord who chose me in the place of your father and all his household to appoint me as prince over Israel, the people of the Lord, that I have danced before the Lord. And I will make myself yet more contemptible than this and I will be abased in my own eyes. But by the maids of whom you have speak, spoken, by them shall I be held in honor. And Michelle, the daughter of Saul, had no child to the day of her death. Uh, I want to talk this morning from the subject, a time to dance. A time to dance. You know, Ecclesiastic says that there's a time to dance. And in our text this morning, David, the king, 
of, of Israel, who has now united both the southern and northern kingdoms, and he, he is wanting to celebrate. Let me give you the context of this. He, David has defeated his opponents and unified Israel. They were divided, southern, northern, and now it's one Israel. And the Ark of the Covenant was held in the other section uh, of, of Israel at the house of Ababendiah. And that is where the Ark of the Covenant, you know the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant is the symbol of the presence of God. Israel, a, a nomadic people, always took the Ark of the Covenant. It was sacred because it symbolized that God was with them. No matter where they would go, no matter where they would pitch their tent for, no matter what that would be, they would always be comforted by the Ark of the Covenant because the Ark of the Covenant was the symbol of God's presence. It was sacred, holy, holy possession. And so they, uh, when he became uh, king and he took over the city of, the city of David, Jerusalem, and he wanted to uh, authenticate uh, Jerusalem as the capital of the faith city, he then uh, chose to uh, bring the Ark of the Covenant from Abendad and bring it where he was so that it would, it would give authenticity and credential to the children of Israel and to David. He felt that it was inauthentic for him to be king and the Ark of the Covenant be some other place. So he wanted to bring the Ark of the Covenant where he was. And so he uh, gathered his people together, some 30,000 of them, and they went down to Abendad's house to get the Ark of the Covenant. And two brothers who were uh, Yusa and Ao, who are the sons of Abedinbad, decided that they gave them the responsibility to drive the Ark of the Covenant out of uh, Abendad's house and bring it to the, Jerusalem. Uh, they, they, are, they are excited, and they, he, he has, he has, he's riled up the, the community, and he has 30,000 going down to get the Ark of the Covenant. It's a big parade, a big gathering, and great celebration because they're going to bring the Ark of the Covenant, the symbol of God's presence, uh, where they are, and consecrate Jerusalem as a serious, uh, authentic city of God. Well, when they go down to get it, Ab uh, Bindad's sons, Yusa and Ao, A-H-I-O, they go and they, uh, uh, they're driving the Ark of the Covenant out in the cart. And on the way out, Yusa reaches towards the Ark of the Covenant and he stumbles and causes the Ark of the Covenant to be disturbed, I suppose. Well... The Bible says that in that moment, because he stumbled, text says, he, he stumbled, because he stumbled with the Ark of the Covenant, he, uh, the Lord slew him in that moment. The Lord killed him in that moment yeah. Yeah. for stumbling. And, and when he did, David, David became upset with God. Now, I know some of you good Christians don't never get upset with God. Y'all don't understand what but, 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 but David, David got mad with God. The Bible says he got angry. 
He was angry because he could not understand. I'm telling you right now, I don't understand it either. So he said, a whole lot of things that God does that I don't understand. And sometimes I can't understand God's mind, but I sure trust his heart. Uh, anybody in here don't understand his mind, but you trust his heart? I know he loves me. And love compensates for my intellectual inferiority. And so it is that the, they, he, God, Dave is mad. Yusa was one of his trusted lieutenants. He was honored to be able to drive the Ark of the Covenant. And he, he became quite disturbed, quite troubled by the fact that God would, he got so angry with God that he said, I'm not even going to take this covenant back here. I'm not going to take the Ark of the Covenant. I'm going to leave it over here at Obendai, the Gittite's house. I'm going to take it, I'm dropping it off over there. We're going on back to Jerusalem, but we don't leave it here. I'll come down here. He was really mad with God. And he goes on back home, and when he gets back to Jerusalem, 90 days pass by, and he gets word that Obendad, Obendad's house, is being blessed by the Ark of In other words, prosperity is showing up all over uh, Obendad, Obed Eden. Obed Eden, they just, they just have all kind of prosperity, all kind of wealth, all kind of food uh, growth in the fields and the harvest. It's right. They're, they're really being blessed. And so David says, you know, I think we better get, 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 up, get together and go back down there and get that ark of that covenant. And, and, and so David goes back down to get the ark of the covenant. He changes his course. And then he goes get it and they march out and they get to Jerusalem. And when he gets to the, the main avenue of Jerusalem, on his way to where the, it's going to be laid, David strips himself of his royal regalia takes off the king's robe and all of the tapestry and strips himself down to just a, an epaul, a, a, a little wrap around his waist. And he begins to dance. To dance. And, and, and the reason David is dancing is because, first of all, he recognizes that God has tolerated his, his, his disobedience and his anger. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he's, he's dancing because he, he, God has done so much. He, God, not only has he done much for him, but he's, he's tolerated him. You know, you, you know when you go to God, you, you, to, you can start praising him because he tolerated you. Anybody in here that know that the Lord doesn't tolerated you? The Lord has put up with your mess. And that's what David said. I, 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 I got mad with God. I wouldn't bring the covenant. I wouldn't betray it. And here I am marching with the covenant going into Jerusalem. He couldn't help but shout. He, just, he had to get to the lowest place of his praise where he could celebrate what the Lord has done. It's time to dance. When you recognize what God has done in your life. When you recognize how much you owe God. That God hadn't opened the door for you and made a way. It's a time to dance. You see, sometimes, sometimes my praise has to be unorthodox. Yes, sometimes my praise is not always consistent. I'm not always an amen person or thank you, Jesus. Sometimes I got to move my feet and shake my legs and lift my hands and tears run down my face. Sometimes God is so good to me that I cannot help myself. I got to praise him. When he says it's a time to dance, means that he's breaking outside of his normal praise. Hey, this, this, this ain't no normal Sunday. This is no normal Sunday up here. This, this, this ain't just a regular Sunday. 
This is the 122nd anniversary of a black church that come out of slaves. A black church that survived in spite of all the hardship. This, this ain't no regular Sunday. This, this ain't no regular Sunday morning. This is a Sunday when you begin to say, God, thank you for putting up with us. We weren't always good Christians in St. Paul. We didn't always do the right thing, but you put up with us. You tolerated us. And, 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 and when I think of the goodness of it, I cannot help but praise him. I got to get outside of the norm. He says, I, I'm going to dance. I'm going to strip off all this here foolishness. I'm getting stripped down to my authenticity. And I'm going to praise God. That's what this is. That's what's going on here. It's the time to dance. Well, when David, when David uh, dances, his wife, Michelle, who was the king, the daughter of King Saul, whom David defeated to become the unifier. And when he, when David decides he's going to call a holiday, that's how much his praise is. He wants to have a holiday, a special day, like this 121st and 22nd anniversary is a special day. He wants to have a special day. And so he declares it a holiday, and he lets all of the people, servants, and everybody go back home and take a day. He sends them with meat and wine so that they can have a, a great celebration that the Ark of the Covenant has come to Jerusalem. Well, his wife, Michelle, is looking out the window, and she sees all this going on. She sees Saul's dancing. She sees the celebration. And when, he, when they go home, he decides that he's going to go home, too. And he takes his wine and meat and so forth and plans a celebration at his house. But when he gets to his house, Michelle comes out and, and meets him at the front door. And she says to him, you know, you acted like a stone fool today. Ah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you danced like you was an ordinary hangout dude. Took your clothes off, matched it in the street. He said, and you, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And, and, and matter of fact, the women are going to be upset that you was out there acting like that's supposed to be the king. Took off your robe and just, and, uh, and, 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 and Saul said, uh, the first thing she says, he says to her, he says, uh, uh, it's in the text. I, I wasn't dancing for you. I wasn't dancing for you. Say, I don't mind if you watch, but I wasn't dancing for you. I was dancing for your for the Lord who had done so much for me. And and, and if I if I offended you, I'm sorry. But I want you to one thing. I wasn't about, it wasn't about you. I was I was praising God. And if you didn't like my dancing, just look another way because I I got too much to hold back. I can't hold back what the Lord has done for me. I got to praise. I might not look dignified, didn't act like a king, but I I acted like a thankful servant of God who knows how I made it where I am. So when you see somebody praising, don't you go down your condescending noses and, and say, don't take all that. No, it may take more than that. If you know what they've been through, if you know what the, what the doors the Lord has opened, somebody in here has been through something. You, got, you, you ain't just standing up. You, you, you've been sick. You've been broke. You've been dis despised. You've been persecuted. You've been abused. And you still standing. God, God Almighty, and I ain't praising for you. Came by because the Lord has been so good. 
looked beyond my thoughts and saw my needs and I want to praise him. She says, he said, it wasn't for you. I wasn't, my praise, my praise, my praise was to God. My hallelujah <laughs> belongs to him. My hallelujah belongs to him. It's all right if you watch, but I ain't going to stop praising because I ain't praising for you. I'm praising for him. That ain't all he told me. He said, God chose me above your father to be king. He chose me. You got to understand what that chose me. That chose is a pregnant word. He chose me, meaning that you don't know my story. You, you don't know my story. Say, say you, you, you see, he chose me. He chose me in spite of the fact that he knows my story. He says, you, you, you don't understand. See, you were born in the king's house. And I was born in the field. I had to fight bears and lions. I ate under big trees. I, I, you, you, you don't know my story. He chose me. Your father, above your father. See, you, you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth. You lived in the king's palace. But I lived in the field. And if you knew where I started from, woo! If you knew where the Lord brought me from, then you'd understand why I'm praising. If you, you, you see my glory, but you don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know how the Lord has protected me. And when I think of it, you don't know my story. Everybody in here got their own story. I don't know what your story is, but everybody got a story. Everybody in here got a story of what the Lord has done for you. How the Lord has made a way for you. Some of you have been around St. Paul a long time and you know what the Lord has done for St. Paul. St. Paul didn't always live in an air-conditioned sanctuary with multiple capacity to stream its worship across the world. But they've been through trials and tribulations. You know my story. You know my story. Say man was a man was um, a deacon in the church. And it was a sophisticated church, silk stocking church. And he was always breaking out with shouting in the church. And a group of the sophisticated members got a delegation to go meet him. He was a farmer. And they went on to the, to the farm and they wanted to see him. And his wife said, well, he's out there in the field. You can go out there. And so they went on out, and they said, Brother, Brother James, we know you're a good man and you're a deacon, but you know, all of that, um, it don't take all that shouting that you do in the church on Sunday morning. Your, 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 all that praising, that, that loudness and clapping and all that noise you be making. We was okay, we he said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are y'all out here to talk to me about how I praise the Lord in church on Sunday morning. He said, uh, do I understand this? Is that what y'all hear? They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got real sheepish then, you know, yeah, 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 that's why we came here. He said, well, let me tell you. Let me tell y'all that when I think about the Lord, hold my mule, I'm about to shout right here, right now. I ain't, I ain't just shouting when I get to church. I'm, I'm shouting in the field, plowing the field. I'm going along. I'm, I'll shout anywhere. Hey, hallelujah. 
if you knew my story, if you knew what I've been through, you could understand why I praise you. Michelle, you don't know what I've been through. I've been through so much that I can't help but give God praise. The final thing that he says in the text, he says, um, not only it's not for you and God chose me, he knew, he knew me, you know, God, God didn't make no money. He, he knew me. Huh, hallelujah. Some of you know God done blessed you and he knew you. That, that, I mean, that puts it all in a different perspective, doesn't yes, it? Sir. He blessed me. Yes, sir. Not because he was ignorant of the sins I've committed. Not because he doesn't know what I've done bad. He blessed me anyhow. He blessed me when I, I, I have lied, I've cheated, I've stolen. I've said the wrong thing. I've done the wrong thing. But he blessed me. Oh, he blessed me anyhow. He knew my story and he didn't throw me away. As a matter of fact, if you all knew my story, you would dismiss me. If I knew your story, you would, you would, I would dismiss you. But the Lord knows my story. But his knowing has not stopped him from blessing me. Third thing in the text. He said, as a matter of fact, this is what David says. As a matter of fact, I, I'm sorry that it's my praise and my dancing has interrupted your spiritual sensitivities. But I, I want you to know, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's, it's in the text. When, when I think... <laughs> Of what the Lord has done for me. When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and how he's blessed me, my soul cries out. When I think of the way he's made, the friends he's provided, the doors he opens, I just want to say thank you. And, I, and you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm about to break out in a dance you have never seen because the God that I serve deserves everything that I can put forward. Yes, 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 yes. It's the time to dance. It's the time to praise God. Oh, to praise God. For all he's done, for his deliverance, for the 122 years, and for all the years that make up the 122 years in the lives of those of you who are here. Some of you are praising God because your mama walked these grounds. Some are praising God because your daddy drowned. Some are praising God because your mama and your daddy gave you reason to praise God. So as we go forward, what you don't want to lose, say Paul, yeah. is your capacity to praise God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do not be constricted or restricted by the expectations of those who don't know your story. They see your glory, yes, but they don't know your story yeah. of what the Lord, ah, yeah. what the Lord has done for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. I've had some good days. I've had
had some hills to climb I've had some weary days And lonely nights But when I look around And think things over All of my good days Outweigh my bad days won't complain Sometimes my clouds hang low I can hardly see the road I ask the question Lord Why Why so much pain But he knows what's best for me he sees what my eyes can't see. That's why I've got to say, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I won't complain. So very good to me More than this world could ever be He's been mighty, 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 mighty good to me He wipes everyone of my tears away He turns my nights to day That's why I'll get up anywhere and say thank you Lord <laughs> thank you Lord thank you Lord I won't complain yeah 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 yeah, yeah. God has been good to me yeah yes he's been so good to me more than this world could ever be he's been so good to me to me to me to me he wipes everyone of my tears away he turns my nights today that's why I'll get up anywhere and say thank you Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo. I won't complain. Yeah. Can I give somebody in the house to just give God a praise and thank you? Oh, y'all could do a whole lot better than that when you think about all that God has done for you, in you, through you, and in spite of you. You ought to at least be able to give him a thank you praise right now. And everybody that's part of St. Paul ought to be able to tell him thank you. My God, my God. Can you all help me to celebrate this prophet, this preacher, Dr. W. Franklin Richardson? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that word. Uh, be seated if you can.
My God, my God, what an appropriate word for such a time as as this. One of the things that I, I want to give you the opportunity to, if you're watching us online or if you're in the house, I think that we're living in a day and an age where folks are trying to engage in what I call a religious autonomy of the self. What is meant by that? Basically mean that I don't need to be part of a community. I don't need to be part of a church to do anything for the Lord. I can do that for myself. But, but Jesus established a church. And I'm getting ready to say something that's going to mess some of us up because y'all been going around lying, talking about you church by yourself. No, you ain't. You are not the church by yourself. You're the temple of God, but there's a difference between the temple and the church. The church is a community. It's called out. And it is Jesus's expectation for you to be part of the community. And then that community then falls and develops into what we call fellowships, which St. Paul is a part of. I want to invite you right now, if you're in the house or if you're watching us online, to become a part of either the universal church or the local church, St. Paul. I want to lead you in a short prayer, a prayer of new life, a prayer of brand new star, because guess what? You can't really dance the way that Dr. Richardson is talking about dancing unless you know who God is and the pardon of your sins. So, so if you don't mind, just for a moment, bow your heads just for a moment and repeat after me, Lord, I thank you for 122 years of St. Paul's ministry. And I'm glad to be connected either in-house or online. Right now, I need a savior. And I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I accept him as Lord and Savior. Send your Holy Spirit into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Help me be the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer. Amen. Listen, if you paid that prayer for real, you mean it sincerely in your head and your heart, your mind and your spirit, guess what? Salvation is yours. It is not predicated or based upon what you do. It's based upon what Jesus Christ has already done. And I want to, if you're watching us online, I want to give you this opportunity to become part of the Church Universal or part of St. Paul Church. So if you're watching us on Facebook or on our website, if you would type in salvation, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your head and your heart, you prayed that prayer, someone, one of our digital ministers will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are to get you connected to St. Paul. If you're listening to us on YouTube, watching us on YouTube or listening to us on telephone, would you email us at connect at spbcnc.org or call the church office at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number by 5 o'clock tomorrow. Somebody from our office will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are. If you're in the house, if you're here in this physical space right now, and you prayed that prayer, maybe you were baptized when you were younger, didn't understand it, or 
that first time you ever prayed that prayer and you want a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, I want you to do me this favor. And this is your public confession. If you would just hold up your hand, if you prayed that prayer for the first time and you want a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, would you just hold up your hand, 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 hold up your hand. Amen. Amen. Here's my second call. If you're here in the church right now, you don't have a church home, you're not connected to a church, or maybe you've been connected to St. Paul, but you drifted off and you want to come back, I want to welcome you back. If you're not part of a local fellowship, I would love to be your pastor, and these men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're in this physical space right now, you don't have a church home, you're not connected to a church, we would love to do life with you. If that's you right now, would you hold up your hand? If you don't have a church home, you haven't been going to a church consistently, but you have come today and you sense the Lord is moving you, would you hold up your hand? Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. God bless you. I see you. I see you. If you have your hand up and you're looking for a church home, you're looking for a pastor, if I could be your pastor, if we could be your fellowship, would you come? Would you go ahead and come on down? I need my deacons if you're in the balcony or if you're on the floor. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. If you're up there, th 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 listen, that's how you do it. God bless you. Go ahead and come on down. Go ahead and come on down. Go ahead and come on down. We see someone that is coming. Amen. Amen. Walk with her. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Marilyn, go get them because, yeah, would you go get them? God bless you. If there's another person, if you're on the floor, if you don't have a church home, would you just hold up your hand? Can we celebrate the one that is coming right now? Let's give God praise for the one that is coming. Will there be another if you're in the house right now, you don't have a church home, you're not connected to a church in a meaningful way, I would love to be your pastor. We would love to do life with you. We want to encourage you to come right now. Will there be another one? 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 Amen. God bless you. 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 Thank you, Jamie, for, for doing this. God bless you. Will there be another? 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 We don't want to take this opportunity for granted. Will there be another? Will there be another? If you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, type connect in the chat. When our digital minister is going to reach out to you, let you know what the next steps are. If you're listening to us on the telephone or watching us on YouTube, would you send an email? To connect to spbcnc.org or call the church office at 704-334-5309 and say, hey, I want to join St. Paul. Somebody's going to reach out to you, let you know what the next steps are, all right? If you're watching us online. I want you all to do me a wonderful favor. Can you celebrate our sister that has come? Let's give God praise for her. We could do a whole lot better than that. Listen. We're still in the middle of a pandemic, so usually I like to come give a hug, but I'm going to stay right here for social distancing, but welcome, and as uh, I want you to follow our sister, Deacon Marilyn White, uh, she and brother, is that brother Clark coming? All right, she and brother Clark, they're going to help you to understand what the next steps are. We are more than honored that you have uh, decided to come down and take this risk uh, to come down. I got one more that's coming. We got another one. Come on. Is, is there another one? where oh come on come on come on come on come on 
Come on. Come on. Come on, come on. We can do a whole lot better than that, St. Paul. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Chair, for bringing him down. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Wow. 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 St. Paul, let's give God praise for this brother. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. 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 I don't know about anybody else, but that's a reason to give God praise and even a reason to dance. about all eyes closed. God, I don't know what this brother is dealing with, but you have sent him our way. And in the name of Jesus right now, touch this brother and our sister that has come. And as they become a part and connected to the St. Paul Church, this is the greatest gift you could give us for a church anniversary. And we say hallelujah. Can I get a hallelujah in the house? I said hallelujah. Can I get the saints even through your mask to give God praise? Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. Move as only you can right now, oh God, in this moment, in this brother's life. In the name of Jesus, we claim it done. We claim it done. We claim it done. We claim it done. Amen. Stand up, my brother. Stand up. Give me your hand. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Yeah, keep your mask on. All right. I don't know what you're dealing with, but God knows. And God has chosen you despite your story. All right? And if you want to get it right, he'll make you right. Do you hear me? If you're sincere about it, he'll clean you up. All right, that works for you. Gary, come over here. Gary, come on. I need one of my male deacons as well. Can I get a male deacon? I need a male deacon to walk with them. All right, who's coming? All right. Okay, all right. They're going to take you to the... I got Ted, I got Ted. Come on, brother Ted. All right, so what sports you like? You like sports? What sports you like? Football. All right, hold it right there. Baseball. Sister, you like sports? What sports you like? Football. You're a Panther fan. 
Oh, Ravens, all right. Listen, anyway, as y'all walk out, you're going to get the biggest cheer better than the Ravens, the Panthers, and the Billy Joel concert last night. So take them out, go with them to the back so we can help them to understand their reason for coming. getting ready to get out of here. Brother Reed, I would normally give you a time. I, I so appreciate you understanding. We're under the glory cloud right now. And since we're under the glory cloud, I don't want to mess that with it with anything else except for what God is doing in this moment. So guess what we're getting ready to do? We're getting ready to stand. We're getting ready to get you all out of here. I want you all to follow the directions of our ushers as we get ready to stand on your feet. Have you all not been blessed? I want you all to do me two things. Let's give God praise, first of all, for the gifts he sent our way. And our brother and our sister, can we celebrate God and give God praise for that? And then can we give God praise for this awesome, incredible preacher, my leader, my friend, my mentor, my classmate, the Reverend Dr. W. Franklin Richardson. Let's give God praise for him. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for an incredible 122-year celebration we have reason to dance and god as we leave from this place and this space but never from your presence your power nor protection keep us in your sovereign care thank you god for what you have done in this moment the singing the prayers the scripture reading and the proclamation of your word and you sending gifts our way that you have entrusted to our stewardship dismiss us from this moment never from your presence nor your power keep us in your care until we're able to come back together again and worship you in spirit and in truth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now, before you leave, um, switch. Um, go to the piano. I want to do doxology one more again. All right. All right. Elson, get on there, ham, and let's do it like we normally do. I ain't going to ask y'all stretch across our whole hands, but we're going to lift up hands and praise for what God has done. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. There you go, Scott. God from whom all blessings all creatures here below here below Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Y'all sounded good through those masks. Lift up your hands in adoration and admiration. Praise Father, Son. Hallelujah. And Holy Ghost. Zoom congregation, to those on Facebook and YouTube, engage, put it in the chat. Three, four, all oh man. 
Amen. Let the crescendo roll. Come on, put those hands together. Give God praise. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a strong week in the Lord. Follow the direction of the ushers. I ain't going to have y'all sit down. Y'all go outside the fellowship. Amen. Amen.